I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. co-host Daniela, welcome to Making Sense of Success, a podcast dedicated to finding the meaning of success and empowerment. Stay tuned every Saturday for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at makingsenseofsuccess.pod. Please feel free to email us at makingsenseofsuccess at gmail.com if you'd be interested in sharing your stories of success and empowerment. All right. Well, welcome Mia to Making Sense of Success. Did you want to give our listeners a little bio about yourself so they can get to know you a bit better? Hi, yes. So my name is Mia Kara. Um, I'm 22 years old and moved from the East Coast to Los Angeles when I was 17. Um, I went to FITM, graduated with a degree in social media marketing, and just started my blog last year called My Darling, and kind of just been focusing on that. Awesome. Wow, I didn't realize it was only a year. That's so, wow, that's not that long ago then. I know. I was just talking about that to some friends the other day. I was like, wow, I can't believe it's only been a year. It feels like it's been so fast, but also it feels like it's been so long, if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like time flies, but also, you know, when you're the one putting in the work, you know, at the end of the day, you're like, "Ah, you do feel that. Add time. Hey guys, so as you may know, Sierra and I use uh, Anchor to record our podcast. It's really the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. They also provide you with creation tools, which allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your cell phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. The best part is that you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Just make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So one of the questions we like to start off with, with our guests is what uh, has been the best piece of advice from like all your experiences up until now in life that you've ever received or given someone? I think I've gotten a lot of great advice, but if there's one thing that I would say has stuck with me, it's to make sure that I'm happy with what I'm doing and with my life and to not focus so much on an end goal because at the end of the day, our end goals are always going to be changing because once you reach that goal, you're always going to want something more. So I think it's so important to look inward and to make sure that you're happy with what you're doing and what's around you because then you're going to be happy no matter what and you'll always feel fulfilled. Definitely. And I think in this day and age when everything's so like fast and like Really, I don't know, like, I feel like the pace is just, like, sometimes, as we were just talking about, you know, time flies, really, especially with all these, like, technological aspects, but what you're saying is, like, you want to find that, like, 
piece of fulfillment, you know, that makes you want to get up every day and keep doing what you're doing. Especially like now during the times where we don't really know what's certain and what's going to come next. So it's so hard to almost have those goals. And then if you don't reach that goal by that certain time and you feel discouraged, but if you are happy along the way and you're having fun with what you're doing, I think that's the, one of the best things. Definitely. And I think a lot of people have experienced that probably with COVID, you know, a lot of things got put off and everything. Um, so it's, yeah, it's finding those things that kind of bring you that happiness and that make you feel like, okay, I'm like, I'm in the right place. I'm in the right headspace right now. Yeah, exactly. And then the other question we like to ask at the beginning is, I guess maybe over your lifetime, has your definition of success changed over time? And if so, uh, what would be that definition? Totally. I think my definition of success has changed a lot before I used to think that success was, you know, when you can finally buy your house or you have this amount of money in the bank account or you've reached this. And I think over time, my definition of success is what makes you happy. And like I said earlier, what fulfills you and making sure that you're happy with yourself, the people that are around you. Um, If you feel like you have like love in you and you're giving your all to the people and you're being like your most true self, I think that's when you're the most successful, when you're being your most genuine self and really are just happy with everything that's around you. Yeah, and I think that's something like we come to realize, you know, as we get a bit older, out of university, I find, or college, um, I find that's something you really start to hold on to those things, you know, that like, as you were saying, make you feel feel fulfilled and happy on like a daily basis. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you know... Of course, when you get that one check and like that's going to be like so amazing, but that doesn't right. really define success. No, I think yeah. it's when, like, when you can talk to people and you can help inspire other people. Like that to me is successful. Absolutely, uh, and you you've done that. Like for me, I like I love your Instagram page and everything. I'm obsessed with it. Oh, thank you. But yeah, we can just dive right into it. That like, what inspired you to do what you're doing today? All the multiple things you're doing today. Yeah, so uh, I've always known I wanted to be in the entertainment industry. Like when I was younger, I was always putting shows on for my family and making them sit through it. Uh. Um, And I always did some modeling and whatnot when I was younger, but I've always wanted to help people. Um, With that being, at one point, I wanted to be a therapist. And I always say now I would love to just go and do like charities and stuff like that. So I think a little bit of the mixture of loving the entertainment industry so much and wanting to inspire and help other people. Um, I feel like I've kind of found like through a blog, I can share my advice or my tips that I have or stuff that I've gone through. And if anybody else is going through that or is looking for advice and they can get inspiration from that or help, like that to me is everything. Definitely. And I guess, how did you go about finding that niche? You know, like, I I think a lot of people have a hard time figuring out what they want to do in their life and knowing like, that you can switch what you want to do throughout life. It's not that you're stuck to one career path, you know, nowadays. Totally. I think I've for sure have been over the past few years, it has been a juggle of what exactly do I want to do and finding that you know, one title and having that one title necessarily isn't really me because I do like having my toes in the water Mm -hmm. in different places. 
But I think what I notice is what's that one thing that really fulfills me or what I really want to do and find like a routine to make that happen. Um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And because uh, that's the thing. That's just what I like. I think about that all the time. I'm like, I like you hear about people talking. They don't really know what they want to do because they like so many different things. But I think with yeah. a blog, too, the benefit of that is that you can um, appeal to so many different audiences with that because you can combine so many different topics. Yeah, and I think just over the years, like I've, I've been doing modeling since I was younger. And mm-hmm. then I, kinda, I took a break from it when I was in college and whatnot, and then I was, like, going in the acting spectrum, and that's actually how I came out oh, to California. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I've been a little bit all over the place with that, but I think just finding that one grounding thing that really makes you want to wake up every morning and then just expanding on that. Right, and I guess with modeling and also going out to California to get into the acting industry, like, how was that experience? It was wild because I was 16 when I first, first came out to California. Yeah, my grandfather moved out here with me at 16 for six months, and I was signed to an acting agency. Um, So it was just so wild to see, like, my dreams. I remember, like, the one time we would go on summer uh, family vacations each summer, and I remember being at McDonald's and my grandmother asking the one year, where do you want to go on vacation this year? And I was like, California. And she's like, that's where you choose to go on vacation if I'm like, you anywhere. And I was like, always, I was always just so obsessed with California and like the Hollywood and just like the life out here. And so when I finally saw like I was moving out here and starting like my dreams and going after them, it was just such like an amazing feeling. I felt so blessed. Yeah, and I think, you know, that is like something to aspire to really because not everyone like, you know what I mean, goes out on that woman, like, puts themselves out there, you know? It's not easy to do that at all, I can imagine. No, not at all, but I think there's different times in your life when you're always going to feel out of your comfort zone. Right. And I almost like putting myself out of my comfort zone because then you build new comfort zones and you're just going to continue to realize that things aren't always as scary as you might think they are. Right, and I guess, you know, and it's... It's, I guess it's that comfort of knowing that not everyone is always, you know what I mean, at their highest point from what we see, you know? Like, yeah. everyone goes through different experiences and, as you were saying, different points in life. Um, how, I guess, have you managed that? Like, have you ever had an experience where you've kind of been not feeling what you're doing and had to, like, I don't know, take a moment for yourself to reflect? Totally. And I feel like I still go through those moments. Sometimes I feel like I would be so fake for saying like, oh, no, every day is just, you know, beautiful, so encouraging, all this stuff. And I definitely have more of those days than I do not. But I think for me, um, a big thing is having a routine. And when I don't feel like I'm performing my best or when I don't feel as confident or I just feel like I'm getting distracted, I just take a second to sit back, remind myself of, all of the accomplishments I have and have done and have come to at such a young age and things that maybe aren't a huge accomplishment, but at one point I didn't have these things and now look at where I am. And then also just say, okay, what am I doing that when I do feel my best, what, what's missing from that? Like what is missing from my daily routine? Am I doing something differently that's not that I don't usually do and just trying to get back onto that routine? Right, and I think that does help so many people really having that, like, schedule or routine to follow, 
you know, like it, it gives them, uh, I don't want to say a reason to get up in the morning, but really like it, it helps their day flow nicely, you know? Yeah, of course. And I feel like for me, at least I just feel so much more accomplished. Yeah. Even if it's only two main things that I have to get done or whatever. I'm like, okay, I got, I got those done. Like if you don't need to fill your day with 10 things to feel successful or to feel like you accomplish things, I feel like we sometimes like get that so mixed up with like the hustle culture. It's like we can, we can calm down, enjoy life and just take it for how it is. Right. And I hope you don't mind if I pick your brain a bit. Like, I guess, what are your feelings towards this hustle culture that's kind of developed? You know, I kind of have mixed feelings about it because in one sense, I feel like it is great to be on top of your game and to always wanting to be busy. I I get that because I like when I feel busy, but I think it's important to remind ourselves not to just give ourselves busy work, but to do just to have that sense of feeling busy, but to actually do things that are going to make you progress. Absolutely. And I think it is hard sometimes to be able to find that balance in life. Like I know for myself, my balance is kind of extreme in ways. Like when I'm committed to something, I'm very dedicated to it and I put a lot of time and effort into it. And there are some days where I just don't want to do anything. So it's not that I necessarily dedicate times of my day I've realized to certain things. It's that I, I commit very much so to different projects I take on and I take like break days kind of in between that. How do you manage your balance, I guess, um, with having so many things on your plate at times? I feel like for me, I really am the type of person who I need to have things written down. And so I use a planner and I plan my stuff, like plan my weeks out, plan my days out. Yeah, I feel you on that. (laughs) I'm I'm like, so like not the person I'm like, I love my phone. I'm always on my phone. But if I put like my list on my phone, I don't know what it is. It just doesn't work for me. I need to see it in pen and paper. Me too. Wow. I don't know know what it is. I feel so much more accomplished too. I'm like, okay, wow, I'm organized. But um, I just think that I like make sure I tell myself, okay, get these stuff done that you need to get done today. And like what I'm like having those, like to me, it's, more important to have like a daily goal and then a weekly goal that leads up to the monthly goal instead of just always looking at the big picture because that's how I feel more accomplished when I say okay I did this today that's going to help me get to my weekly goal and so on and so forth and then to allow myself remind myself I am 22 like go go out enjoy fun time with your friends but you know have that good balance And I think that's so important. And for some reason with me, like, as well, it's something of, like, checking the stuff off the list that, like, just makes it more satisfying, I guess. I don't know. For me personally, when I get to the end of my day, however much I've checked off my, like, daily to-do, I'm like, this feels nice, rather than, like, having it on your phone, you know. But I haven't heard that much. I'm so glad that I actually found someone for once that (laughs) likes having, like, the pen and paper. I always feel like I'm so old school. And I'm like, I'm literally 22 years old. Like, why am I, I like, why am I like that? But for some reason, <laughs> so much more satisfying. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm more, I feel like for some reason, maybe it's just me, but I'm more likely to look at that rather than my phone. Cause I feel like there's so many distractions that come from your phone as well. Yes. I was just going to say that. I feel like if I go to my phone to pick, I feel like if I do it on my phone, that's me giving myself busy work in yeah. a way. Yeah. Like if I do a pen and paper, I feel so it's so much better. And like on my phone, I'm going to 
go slide on Instagram. I'm going to go on Twitter. I'm going to go like, I'm going to go to places that I don't really need to be looking at. Yeah. And you're more likely to get a notification or something. And that just like takes your brain somewhere else. Really? Yeah, for sure. And you also have a YouTube channel. There's also I, that. <laughs> I do. I need to, my one promise to myself and one goal I made to myself is to start being more consistent on that because I really do have so much fun filming and editing my videos but sometimes I feel like I almost just discourage myself a little bit and that's what I'm trying to break out of um and I'm like just do it have fun with yours like have fun with it right and I think it is a f- like it's all about finding that balance right like I know a lot of people talk about consistency with YouTube channels but at the same yeah. time you need to know like what's best for you in certain moments of your life like maybe right now is not the right time to film a video maybe next week next month next year will be like a better time for sure and I feel like when I do I want to be like I want to know that I'm having fun I don't want to film yeah. something because I'm like, oh I just need to get content out there I want it to be genuine and like hey look at this or whatever Right. And I guess, how do you go about, um, I guess, knowing what to share? Like, I think that line sometimes is blurred for content creators in a way of knowing, like, what is the right content to be sharing for you personally, you know what I mean? To feel comfortable with it without crossing your own, like, boundaries. Yeah. So I think, well, that's kind of the whole basis of my darling as well. It's let's, let's bake, let's break the boundaries and let's step out there and, talk about things that maybe not everybody is talking about, but you would talk about to your girlfriends, um, you know, if you're like face to face. So I think for me it's just, what would I want? What would I want to read? What would I want to see? And to make sure that I'm not just doing things or posting things that I think other people want to see, but that I want to share because I feel like we live in such a world where we're so focused on what does society want from us or what, is the right thing for us to be doing in accordance to society. And I feel like that really like we strain off of, we like do that so much that we almost lose what our, like ourselves and what we really want to be sharing. And why wouldn't we talk about like, why wouldn't we talk about things that we want to talk to with our friends? And that's cause that's what my darling's all about. I want it to mm-hmm. be a community. I want everybody on there to feel like you're going on there and you're talking to one of your girlfriends. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. I think I kind of like tiptoe around and like, I'm like testing the waters of how far I can push the boundaries on the blog and still keep it good. I always say I I want it to be a little mixture of like, call her daddy, but not that far. Right. And then a little text in the city vibes somewhere all in, and then a little bit of like goop vibes, a little bit all in the, somewhere in the middle of that. Which I think is such, like, a cool way of approaching it, to be honest, because then you're bringing in different people from different communities, right? And making, like, I guess it's more of, like, a comprehensive approach in that way, just because you're including different communities, you know, all into one. Yeah, for sure. And I guess what's been the most rewarding out of your experience, whether it be starting your blog, your YouTube channel, etc., moving to L.A.? I think what's been the most rewarding is when I look at my Instagram and I see like either messages from people who I already know or people that I don't know. And they're either asking me a question about one of my blog posts or they're writing to me that I inspired them or thank you, like thanking me for posting uh, a blog and that it helped them get through something. To me, I think that is 
Like that makes me happier than anything. And I think, yeah, like it's also such a beautiful like concept that, you know, you've like built a community out there just based on what you've been able to contribute. Yeah. I always, I always say, even if I can only help or inspire one person that that's all that I helped that one person. And like that to me is enough. Yeah. And I guess, do you have any goals for your platform really that you're like Like, working towards, I guess, or trying to manifest? We're all about manifestation on here too. (laughs) I love manifestation. I'm over here like manifesting everything in my life (laughs) of things. I'm like, let's make it happen. Um, I would really, like I said, I only started it a year ago. So I would really love to see, you know, it take off and just to build that, community larger and being like have it be known um more widespread and just see where that takes me and honestly i'm here for it yes i'm ready (laughs) (laughs) if you could look back on yourself and talk to your i guess 16 year old self for example what would be some advice you would give her from what you know now oh boy there would be a lot of advice (laughs) (laughs) Uh, poor girl. I would say to myself to make sure that take your time. Don't let social media and everything around you make you feel like you're behind anybody that we all have our own path and it's going to happen. Life's going to happen differently for all of us. And to like, just take a deep breath and enjoy the ride like while, while you're on it. Um, I think that that would be like my main advice is to just like relax and realize how young I actually am and appreciate everything I've already done. Yeah. And I like, that's something I always noticed. I feel like when I was young, we happen to be the same age. I'm also 22, but, um, like, I feel like everything I was always trying to be older, you know, like everything I was doing, I always wanted to be a teenager when I was little. I all like, there was always that next step I wanted to take or becoming like an adult. Like there was always something I felt like I needed to be doing more to get there. But like, sometimes it's really important to reflect and be like, enjoy like the age you're at, you know? For sure. And even now I feel like I'm, most of my friends are all older than me. Like they're like Mm -hmm. 25, 26, whatever. And then I almost feel like I'm that age. And then, so sometimes I'm like, wait, like you're, you're 22. Like it's fine. Like, but <laughs> yeah. now, now I look at like 16 year olds and I'm like, Oh my gosh, you look like you're like 25. Like I didn't look like that when I was 16. So I think it's like, we always just want to be older and we always are like looking for the next chapter in our life. But I need to remember, enjoy the chapter that you're in now because that's going to determine the next chapter you go to. That's true too. Yeah. Cause you're always like, in a way we're always working towards something, but it's also important to be in that moment to really have that experience. For sure. That's something that I've been really working on the past year and I've really have gotten so much better at it. And it's like one of the best things that I feel like I could have done for myself is to really just learn to be in the moment and whatever's going to happen tomorrow is still going to happen. Stop worrying about everything that hasn't even happened yet because now you're just not enjoying the moment where you are, no matter what it is or what you're doing, you're not going to be 110% present if you're worrying about a conversation that you haven't even had yet with a friend or, you know, how something's going to go or if you're going to get that job, um, so on and so forth. And it's hard, you know, like I find with our society right now, we're always like worried about what's going to happen next and always prepping for like the what ifs really. So 
I, I think it's, it's a skill to really, like, it needs to be worked on by people just because it's, it's not easy. We're always thinking about what's next. Totally. I, I had a life coach and it literally took me from my life coach to tell me this and explain this to me for me to actually really understand. And now I think it's one of the most beautiful things in the world. Like, I think it's, it's not something that's easy to digest either. Like you bringing it up has just made me think about it. Even <laughs> like I, I was like, wow, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's, it's totally not easy at all. And I think it's like a learning thing forever. It's going to be like one of those things like you're always working on. Um, or like, you know, when you catch yourself, but just being aware, I think mm-hmm. is like the first step. And one of like the last questions we kind of like to ask our guests is, do you have any like favorite um, local or small businesses or sustainable or ethical products that you want to give a shout out to? We always think that that's important to uh, shout out as well as having guests in different parts of the world. It's so nice to hear about different businesses. Oh, I love that. So I actually, I'm not going to, not going to front. I need to be a lot better. And I've recently been trying to be better about. It's not easy. That's not easy either. It's true. Shopping local and like supporting those local businesses. Um, You know, I follow someone on Instagram, but actually, you know, going forth and using them, I definitely need, that's something I want to get better at this year. But I would say if I had to choose one, my best friend Juan actually um, has his own business. It's called El Create Tebo. Oh, and nice. He's like just one of the most talented people I've ever met in my entire life. Like he can literally do anything you tell him to do um, or you ask him. And so he has, it's like a plant business and he like just makes like these beautiful arrangements. He did like stuff for Father's Day and Mother's Day and he's just like so talented. So He'll go and he'll like do arrangements for people's houses or pretty much anything. And I'm just like, wow, like, can I have some of your talent? Like, there's nothing that I'll do. Oh my God, that's awesome. Well, we'll definitely link that below so people can check it out. I want to see it. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm like, I won't buy any plants for my house unless he's the one going with me and helping me pick out what to get because he just like has such an eye. He must be good then. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. And then the last question we like to ask you, this one's a little bit deeper as we've been talking, but um, it's what do you want our listeners to take away from this episode? I'd say I really hope that everyone listening could take away that it's so important to live a life that you want and not what you think others want from you or what you think is going to be the safe route. Um, And it's, it's okay to break the norms and, you know, history will never change if we don't break the norms and if we don't branch out and follow our dreams and just not be like, not be scared. Obviously we're going to be scared at times. Things are like doing stuff is like frightening and it's like the unknown. I totally get that. But to really just make sure you're living your life, what you want to do and not what you want, you think other people want you to do because you don't want to look back in 20 years and say, wow, I wish I would have tried that or I wish I would have done this and actually done what I was like dreaming of. Um, So yeah, that's what I think my, what I would hope anybody could take away from this. I think that's a really beautiful and insightful message to end this podcast off with. So thank you so much for sharing that. Of course. Perfect. Thank you so much, Mia, for coming on, taking the time out of your Saturday to come on. Did you want to uh, give a shout out to your socials so people can find you and connect with you and also take a look at your blog and YouTube channel? For sure. 
So all of my socials are at it's Mia Cara, I T S M I A C A R A. And my blog is mcmydarling.com. We would love for everyone to go check that one out um, as it's like still my little baby and still so brand new. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.